Sounds of the Organ, you probably figured that out, but uh, Sounds of the Organ in a 100-plus-year-old Boston Avenue United Methodist Church, one of the country's greatest Art Deco buildings, it should be said. Did you know that about Tulsa? That we have one of the most celebrated collections of Art Deco architecture in the entire country? I bet you didn't. In fact, there's a lot you might not know about Tulsa. Um... Well, Bob Dylan chose to house his museum and his archives downtown Tulsa, right next to his hero, Woody Guthrie, who's from Oklahoma. What else? Oh, they shot The Outsiders here. Coppola. The cult film, Outsiders. You can still visit the house. In fact, the house is run by uh, the former House of Pain guy, Danny Boy O'Connor. And in fact, in fact, Angelina Jolie was just in town taking a tour of it. That's right, Angelina Jolie... Tulsa. Who knew? What else? Our city's claim to fame. How about this? Forget Angelina Jolie. Forget Bob Dylan. The yield sign was invented. Right here. And it's home to a very particular style of music that uh, most have never even heard of. The Tulsa Sound, it's officially called. Which brings us to the point of the podcast. So sit back, let us handle the next half hour or so of introducing you to just that, the Tulsa Sound, all by way of a little show called Rough Sundays. Look out, friends. Here's Leon. Take it away, boys. Take it away. Oh, everybody dance now.
Bob Willis and his Texas Playboys. To understand Tulsa and the Tulsa sound, you have to know that fella and you have to know his band. I mean, it's arguable that Bob Willis helped put Tulsa music, as well as the famous live music venue Kane's Ballroom, of which I toured and included in an article for National Geographic. We'll get into that in a second. Because what is this podcast without shameless self-promotion? I know. But what Bob and his fiddle and his playboys did was take his Texas bluesy, cowboy-y, twangy sound and incorporate it into the heartland here. In fact, during the 20s and 30s, uh, Oklahoma had not only the Great Depression, as did the rest of the U.S., but we also had the Dust Bowl. So 20s and 30s, not a good time to be in Oklahoma. So Bob Willis, his Texas Playboys, gave the folks something to listen to, something to escape into, something to run away from to. Now, as to the major differences of the Texas sound and how Oklahoma helped bend that into something of its own, that's a conversation for someone much more knowledgeable than I, so I'm not going to embarrass myself. I'm not going to embarrass myself more than I already am and will do on this show. But all it is, all we're doing today is a snippet, a, a skim, a scooch atop what is called and what is the Tulsa sound. It is a show called Rough Sundays. I'm Eric S. Queen coming to you from, you guessed it, Tulsa. My hometown-ish. I split time between here and Oklahoma City as a kid, but I think if I had to choose them. I'm a Tulsa boy. And the sound, our city sound, tracing it back and, and, and finding out what it's all about. And again, in a general sense. But that being said, to do so, we kind of have to jump around a little bit on the historical timeline, on the cultural timeline. So... Not only is it a podcast coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma, we're time traveling. So hopefully all that'll make sense. Uh, again, just bear with me. But Bob Willis, as we just spoke about, 1920s, 1930s, coming to Tulsa with his Texas twang, and thus begins the origins of the Tulsa sound. But there was something else going on at the time, something completely different going on at the time. And for that, we have to get to know a band called the Trilads.
Tree Lads? I don't know. Anyway, made a name for themselves, covering another Oklahoma band, Marvin and Johnny, actually half Okie, half Jackson, but whatever. It's the famous doo-wop group, Marvin and Johnny. Now, the Tri Lads, who we're speaking of, covered the song Cherry Baby. Now, you know that song. That song was done in 1959. So what does that song, the doo-wop song Cherry Baby, have to do with the Tulsa sound? Well, not a lot musically. Like I said, these guys just covered it. But it was a lot in terms of putting Oklahoma on the map once again. You know, we had a few blips on the radar with Woody Guthrie and the occasional resurgence of the musical Oklahoma in a London's West End. Source spot for us, by the way, the musical Oklahoma, because neither Rogers nor Hammerstein ever visited Oklahoma before writing that. But back to the music of the late 1950s, okay? The Tri-Lads from Tulsa cover the famous song. Puts them on the map, puts Oklahoma on the map musically. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Hold up. Or hold your horses, I should say, to make this show really local. I'm Erica Queen. This is a show called Roughs and Nice. Coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma, my hometown. And we're talking about the Tulsa sound. A subculture, a, a splinter group of southern, of midwestern slash southern music. Again, it's not, I'm going to apologize through the entire show because there's a hundred people that I know that could have done the show better. All right. So all we're doing, we're introducing it to you. And if you like it, you can do, um, you can do your research, but back to the Tulsa sound, back to the show. In a previous episode, we played Leon Russell. And in fact, the last episode we played Leon Russell and it became evident that, that one episode of Rough Sundays has to be dedicated not to Oklahoma music, but the Tulsa sound. So what is the Tulsa sound exactly? We're going to get back into that, but but just know it's a it's a casserole. It's it's a hodgepodge of country, rock and roll, mostly from the seventies, rock and roll, folk, blues, tinges, tinges of Cajun, but that Cajun sound coming up from Louisiana. So so it like our accent, like our personality and culture and state. It's a hot. We we're borrowing from a lot of people. All right, let's get back to the late nineteen fifties. Oklahoma is on the map. Tulsa specifically. Around the same time the Trilads, who we just heard, released their cover, there was another rockabilly. Um, in fact, he, you would you would be forgiven if you just called him an Elvis knockoff. All right, guy's name was Clyde Stacy. But what he did, Clyde Stacy, is he cemented Tulsa, who was already being talked about, like we mentioned, he cemented Tulsa with this next track. It's it's an upbeat. It's not definitely not a Sunday morning track that would fit the show, but we get a pass this week. But Clyde Stacy put the stamp on exactly what Tulsa was doing at the time. 
and he did so with a track called Hoy Hoy. Well, I dreamed of heaven and I saw my baby there. Yeah, I dreamed of heaven and I saw my baby there. Shout here white teeth and cold black curly hair. Well, it's a hard, 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 still. Not Sundays, dedicating an episode to the Tulsa sound of which you just heard. Clyde Stacy, sure, sounds like Elvis. To an untrained ear, it sounds like Elvis. But it, it, there's there's hints of Buddy Holly, of Bob Willis, and what you just heard and who you just heard is considered by most to be the greatest representation of the Tulsa sound. Clyde Stacy. And he's also considered to be the founding father, or if not the godfather, or the the stepfather, at very least, of the Tulsa Sound. Probably not what you were expecting when you think of Oklahoma, but rockabilly, Elvis knockoff with hints of doo-wop, that's it. Um, It sounds like everything, and it sounds like nothing at the same time, and that's kind of Tulsa. A city that, that reminds you of a lot of places. You know, parts of Tulsa are like Austin, parts are like Nashville, parts are Cleveland. In fact, I, I, one of the biggest articles I ever wrote was asking, this is for National Geographic some time ago, was asking if Tulsa could be the next Austin. And it has a small potential to be. But again, Tulsa is unique once you spend a bit of time here. Um, for better or worse, unique as Austin and Nashville and, and Cleveland you know, they've done good things in terms of moving away from the states that they're from, right? Especially Austin and Nashville we're talking about. But Austin and Nashville, they've gotten away from the racist history. The right-wingers, the QAnon, the obesity, the, 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 the global warming deniers, that people who think that Jesus would have totally hung out with Donald Trump and that America wasn't built on multiculturalism. It's gotten itself away from people like that. Um, and it's done so very, very well. Sadly... 
And it must be said, my town is still steeped in a whole lot of them. Not for lack of trying from a small group of people, but still, Tulsa still wades in the mire of that hatred and that small-mindedness. And again, my group, uh, the people that I hung out with, and a decent percentage of the people I grew up with are not of that. But but sadly, that is still, we're still in the Bible Belt. And I'm not sure if there's any getting away from that. And I think that will always keep Tulsa from being a real contender. I mean, that in our downtown skyline looks unfinished. My best friend here, TJ, always says, you know, if we just had five more skyscrapers, we'd be less of a starter city. But I don't live here, and there's only so much say I get. Um, so let's get back to the music, and let's get back to what made the Tulsa sound the Tulsa sound. And absolutely no conversation about the Tulsa sound or Oklahoma music, or, if I may be so bold, music in general, then the master of space and time it's Mr. Leon Russell.
master of space and time. What a great nickname, Leon Russell. Rough Sunday is a very obscure show today, which is saying something, seeing how we once did a deep dive into Macedonian religious songs. But we're trying, again, trying being the key word here, trying to generally explain the roots and examples of Tulsa sound. It's a lot of prefacing, I know, because I, again, am not the person to be doing the show. There's plenty of good articles and shows and playlists and Spotify, all sorts of stuff on the subject. So, Rough Sundays, did I say that? Probably. I mentioned no Tulsa Sound, though, is a Tulsa Sound show without mentioning a handful of people. Leon Russell, who you just heard. Bob Willis and his Texas Playboys, who started the show. But when it really comes down to looking at just kind of the sum of that algorithm of the aforementioned blues and country and rock uh, and how it all came together to form this unique, unique-ish, I should say, sound, then there's one person who is just that. There's there's one person that you play to someone who says, play me an example of Tulsa Sound. And it's this fella, or feller, I should say, with an R, here from Oklahoma, this feller. If you're wanting to be authentic, and if you're wanting to get to know the Tulsa Sound, this feller named J.J. Kale is the person that you listen to. Thank you. 
J.J. Kale. I got the same old blues. From Oklahoma City, but arguably the greatest example of Tulsa Sound. And that's it. That's Rough Sundays. That's the show. I was going to include a bunch of other tracks, but I looked at how long this was. Um, a bit more loquacious than usual and hardly intelligent. So apologies for that. Like I said, my job is just just gradually opening the door for you to at least have an idea of what the Tulsa sound is about. But I am not the uh, I'm not the guy to have been hosting this. Didn't stop me <laughs> from doing it. I still went. But uh, you know, a lot of it even I didn't know, um, which is fine. Like I said, in, in in Macedonia, but to be from here and to be doing a show about the music from here uh, is is is. I don't know. It kind of feels fake. Again, I left the I left the city when I was 18. So, I don't really know that much as you can tell about the Tulsa sound, but but not to say it wasn't a decent show. But um anything intelligent or listenable or the enjoyable has nothing to do with me this week. Uh it has to do with my friend Alex Coffey who really helped shape this idea and the artist and the stories. Um, did more work than I did, if I'm being honest. So thank you, Alex, for, for making this happen. Sorry, I didn't uh, do it justice. But speaking of Alex, you know, I did take a lot of notes for the show and I couldn't just ab lib like I usually do. And so I, I kind of wrote them down and I sent them to Alex and he gave me his blessing for, for kind of the script, not a script, but just the notes we were going to hit on the show. But I could tell he was a little bit disappointed that I didn't include one certain guy a guy by the name of Jimmy, or also known as Junior Markham. And we can't have that. I can't take all this help from Alex and not play somebody he thinks I should have played. So, a bit of backstory on Junior Markham. He, too, is considered to be one of the pioneers of the Tulsa sound. Um, and he grew up on the north side of Tulsa and used to be able to get into clubs underage because he carried around a real permission note from his parents, which allowed him to catch little Richard Ray Charles even B.B. King, who later he'd, he'd open up for. He came back to Tulsa after spending time in California, and he became one of those who, who took all the sounds and influences, not only from his upbringing, but what he discovered while playing. And he, he put them together, adding to or refining or polishing, you could say, uh, the Tulsa sound. So let's get into a little Junior Markham on Rough Sundays. See my baby Boys, you know I have to sneak around When I go to see my baby Boys, you know I have to sneak around A sweet little girl But her daddy Is the meanest man in town One time he caught me Giving her kisses And he knocked me to the ground 
time, one time he caught me giving her kisses. And he knocked me to the ground. He said, boy, don't let me catch you down here. After the sun goes down. to run off and I would make her mine but her daddy caught up with us before we made the county line when I go to see my baby you down here after the sun go down Junior Markham Tulsa's sound rough Sundays good stuff right I think so the idea is there the music is there my job this week wasn't uh, it was it was humble at best and I slugged through it slug slugged slug I'm forgetting my colloquialisms but hopefully that introduces you to at least one or two artists from the Tulsa sound and it's one more person talking about the Tulsa sound which is deserving so anyway I hope you enjoyed it uh we will talk to you soon uh from what is quite possibly the first Sunday morning gospel show ever recorded from Everest Base Camp. How about that? Huh? For a platform. It's the least I can do <laughs> for this week's show. And it'll probably just me breathing heavily for 30 minutes and playing random tracks, but whatever. It's entertainment. So uh, anyway, thanks for coming along this week. And we'll see you later.